Welcome to the MacGyver Podcast with your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nathan Schell, where we celebrate the television show, the actors, and the influence that they have had on our lives. Follow us on iTunes, Facebook, and Stitcher. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the MacGyver Podcast. I'm Mac Jackson. And I'm Nathan Schell. And we are, in case you're just, say, let's say this is your first time listening, uh, we are a podcast that celebrates all of Richard Dean Anderson's career, and in particular, because of the name, MacGyver. Uh, For those that may not have, you know, put two and two together. (laughs) But we celebrate the ups and fight against the downs. Which brings me, let's get right to the downs. And I hate being this guy. I hate being this guy. Jumping right into the fire. But we got a vent. Because I've been patient. I watch every week. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't... The... 2016 remake, and that's how I need to professionally call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, reboot? No, not a reboot. Remake. Disaster. Um, oh, I like my cute little coin yes, phrase. And I call it the Not MacGyver show, but I'm. Yeah, you call it Not MacGyver, and I go with Faux Giver. Which I love. Um, I hate bad mouthing this week after week. Yeah, well, I, I think what's. I think even more frustrating is you know they'll have the episodes and ultimately they are what they are but then there'll be those little little nuggets little gems in in an episode here or there that there's like there's hope there there's that shining beacon of hope and then it just falls back into its formula uh, as it were and it's just like the last time i was able to say anything positive about this show And again, every week I tune in looking for something that I can say something nice about and maybe turn Mm -hmm. a corner. Was when Patricia Thornton turned out to be a bad guy. Oh, that was a that was a brilliant move on their part. I did not see it coming. Out of left field. Right. That was a beautiful play there. Um, One thing that I did like about this last episode was they actually had Bozer rely on a skill that he showed earlier in the season that he was good at the uh facial reconstruction Mm -hmm. that was brilliant good finally you showcased the talent early on and you're actually showing the person use it uh okay so just we're gonna jump around through the season but right now the latest episode was basically a ripoff of the actual macgyver show from the first season called flames end uh, I can't think of what this week's Not MacGyver show is called, but they don't really try to be creative with their titles. They yeah, I'm actually going to They call it, it Paperclip, or Needle and Thread, or Matches, or Match, you know. Yeah, which is, there's no rhyme or reason to the way they name their episodes. No. Uh, or this Jigsaw. last episode was 
was compass. Compass. There you go. See, one word just. Now I could understand if the type, this like the titles were related to the episode by like okay, some little thing that he creates or uses to create something else. And that's what I, I don't thought remember. Too. Compass, like, had it been like centrifuge, that would have been an interesting name. Sure. But no, he. But there, see, and I'm thinking of these guys in the office, and I'm also comparing it to the original, where the writer of the episode goes, ooh, let my, let my poetic, creative soul fly. Flames end. Like, you know, and, and a lot of them have that type of, oh, that's clever. Oh, I can see why it's called that. Mm-hmm. But instead, you have, um, let's call this one Paperclip. Boom! There or you go. Compass or flashlight. Like, how do you or... feel? <clears throat> how do you feel fulfilled as a human being when? Well, I guess it's reflective of of the writing so far. It's very yeah. cookie cutter copying of Hawaii Five O. And I know it's it's by the same producer, but they clearly clearly have the same writers because you can tell where they're going. You're already laying out the outline for, oh, Bozer's going to fall in love with her. And, of course, there'll be something that's going to cause a hiccup in that because she's not going to love him right away. But, golly gee, by the end of the season, something's going to turn around in his favor. Where they kind of give you the outline too much that you know how the season's going to end. Now, they do that yeah. all the time it's, on Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, it, it's a way of telegraphing the story. And, funny enough the the project that i'm working on well both projects i'm working on dark operations terminus and the the legacy thing that i'm working on that's something that you know we're constantly trying to remember remind ourselves that audiences don't need everything spelled out for them they can you know take three and three and get six you know they don't they don't need it all you know displayed for them early on just so that it makes sense later out you know exactly and it's it's just it's like um, oh an example of a show that did a really good job with their episode titles uh, continuum. Every episode for each season, there was a word, a common word throughout each title. Okay. And it all dealt with time trap. Well, like time, like second, um, minute, hour, sure, things like that. Very well done. You know, the title may or may not really have been super relevant to the episode, but it felt like it was continuing on with the theme of a show dealing with time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another, but uh, yeah, it's just it's it's weird that the that a show like MacGyver, they the uh, the new MacGyver, they missed an opportunity with the way they're naming their episodes. It's just it shows. Yeah, it's very it very much shows their writing ability as far as good enough. I'm clever, huh? Ah, moving yeah. on. I don't care enough about the title. Yeah, you know. like uh, oh, I uh, go ahead. I know you you had some very fun and creative things to say about Bones when they did the crossover with Bones and uh, Sleepy Hollow, sure. but Bones is an example of a show that the title of the episode is relevant to the case sure. either it's like the body in the in the in the lunchroom or 
the meat in the sauce or whatever and it's the title is vague enough that it, it kind of like hooks you it's like a book title it hooks you into to get you interested enough to possibly watch the show if that's the type of show that you're into you know well that's just it's you know it's yeah it's a it's an added disappointment i think well this episode this week as they do most weeks most of the time i could just say out loud oh come on really Ugh. and we could talk about particular moments but this week i was so disgusted at the lack of effort and the the ripoff oh by the way you know who wrote this week's episode? Lee Zlotov. Really? That's what I heard. Yes. Huh. I'm like, so, okay. I understand. Again, I constantly remind myself, this is a possible, let's give the alternate uh, world scenario of there was no Richard Dean Anderson and this is what you got. I understand that, that, Lee's lot of doesn't care as much about all that RDA has brought to it. Uh, he just cares about his creation. So it's making him money. Fine. But when they rip off a episode from the first season, I mean, they rip it off. It, it, yeah. Everybody's pointing that out. Like you're not even being, being, what was the, uh, when, no, when you say that they use, uh, they throw somebody's they're, name in. Oh, they're pandering. pandering. Uh, it's not even just that. It's blatant. It's what are you mm -hmm. doing? We're not stupid cows. Yeah, like I, I, I almost expected the her. You know, when they were, when they'd said about the uh, nuclear, or when they were going over <laughs> not her nuclear. I'm jumping back to the original episodes. Yep. Uh, when they were revealing what she was involved with, I'm sitting there thinking, I swear to God, if it's anything dealing with nuclear fusion or whatever, I'm going to promptly lose my shit. Pardon my English, but no, it, it's, it's like I know, I know. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad it wasn't that that blatant, but I mean, it was still rather apparent. Oh, do you remember this episode, kids? I'm watching this episode, and as they're showing him. Oh, he's doing something fun. He's going to get interrupted with the phone call. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, oh, okay. I'll be right there. Okay. So now I already know that she's not dead because almost beat by beat, you're copying the original. Mm -hmm. Only not as successfully. She's dead. You're going to the funeral. Guess what? She's not really dead. I know yeah. because I saw this 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, holy crap, man. Well, it's funny. When the guy... When the guy with the uh, cell phone, like when he was taking pictures of people, I'm like, well, gee, hmm, I wonder what he could be doing. Is it possible that he's doing this? Oh, big surprise. He was. And the fact that yeah. they, they come up with the stupidest scenarios for not catching the guy that they're chasing. It's as bad as the stupid things that they do when they do catch a guy. No, Jack, you keep running after him. I'm going to stop. Wait for him to circle back because somehow I know he's going to circle back. And meanwhile, yeah. while you're doing that, I'm going to come up with this thing that isn't needed or necessary or makes sense. Yeah. So, <clears throat> let me... Oh, and the uh, electric whip, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> get real! <laughs> right, For the right. sheer fact that that much, that much electricity going through your human body would have killed those people. Oh, not only that, it's not worth the risk. 
Yeah. See, here's, and this is another thing that I constantly see. The writers don't care about, and we've said this, but the realism. There's a point where RDA would go, yeah, we could do that, but, and would explain to whoever he's with, it might work, but we might also fall to our deaths, or we might also. So, there... Or here's something that they probably aren't even considering. What about a kid that tries that? Oh, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Because that's why I think they do the split screen of everything. Well, if we just do a blah, 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 and nobody watches it, then nobody can copy it. Okay, but guess what? Your audience can't enjoy it. You're, there's no there's no rhythm to, and again, you know this, everybody who's listening, mm-hmm. watch an actual MacGyver episode. You take five yep. minutes to show him putting something together. It's as exciting as throwing yourself off a cliff with a parachute. It's exciting. Yep. It's in the moment. You're watching brilliance at work. You don't have to mm-hmm. run to the explosion. Slow down. RDA yep. said that. Every time they ask him, he's like, I don't know what the heck they're doing. They don't care about quality. They care about explosions and go, 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 go. Yep. So there's no real character development except what they have sketched out for you for the next season, which you know the rhythm of how they're going to... And who cares? I don't like yeah. these people. I don't care about these people. Yep. Um, it, it, it's inter- it's interesting. The guy playing MacGyver, you know, I, I was willing to give him a shot, but I, I haven't seen anything to me that, that shows me that he's got the ability to pull that off. And also the right. And the funny thing is, George Eads would have been perfect for the role of MacGyver. I don't think so. But... After seeing him on seeing the range he oh he's had, got great range been, yeah with with the range from csi i think he would have i think our converse our our enjoyment of the series had certain things been different would have been drastically different but you know what i'll tell you but as much as i'd love to hindsight. just pick on uh the the kid playing the, the not whatever, yeah yeah a lot of that and yes you're right he is not convincing. He comes off like a smug air. Still, still, yeah. we are at the end of the season now. Still, yep. they haven't improved a GD thing. They haven't listened to us. Nope. They, they they don't care what the audience says. They know that they are in a cushy time slot because they have no competition. And that's the thing. They got a second season, everybody. They got a second yeah. season. And they're like, look, we're number one in our in, in this time. Cool. You're up against what? No, I, exactly. Yeah. Why don't we put you somewhere else during the week and let's see how you do? Put you up against anybody and let's see how you do. Because yep. even that, even with that, the ratings have been getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But yet they get a freaking second season. If Sleepy Hollow doesn't get a fifth season, I'm going to lose my crap, like you said. I'm going to go out of my yeah. mind because if a show that fails gets another season for. Not even mediocre level writing. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! What is this world coming to? I don't know, man. That's just it's 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 absolutely and completely disheartening. When, as you put it, a show with phenomenal writing is on the bubble. Now, granted, it's on a it's on a different network, so you know that's something sure. to factor in, but. When you have a show with phenomenal writing, phenomenal talent, just and 
as great as this past season of Sleepy Hollow was compared to the monkey wrenches that got thrown into their wheelhouse multiple times yeah. in the previous season. I we'll talk about that on, on the Never Gets Old yeah, podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go into great detail on that on the other I podcast. I honestly think it yeah. was a perfect season. I had no complaints. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we, we'll get into that. But but I mean, it's it's frustrating now. I, you know, I've stuck with it this long. I'm going to stick with it till the end of the end of the season, and I'm, I'm frustrated because an actor that I thoroughly enjoy is apparently going to be, I guess, the finale of the Not MacGyver show. The faux MacGyver, yep. Okay. Uh, it's the gentleman by the name of Mark Shepard. I'm sure when I see him, I'll recognize him. Because you, you will recognize him, I'm sure, because he, he was on Firefly, he was on Dollhouse, he was on Leverage. He, I probably I mean, saw it when they you, announced that the villain for the last episode is going to be Doctor Zito. Remember Doctor Zito? Oh shit! Yeah, he had two yeah. two great episodes. He was like he was like another. That explains his remark. Then he was he was a he was a possible. He was only on two episodes, but they yeah, were great. He, oh yeah, crazy MacGyver episodes, well, the, and he was a great nemesis. Is, the fun thing is, his father played that role. Really? Yeah. So I'm wondering because he made a he made a remark about a familial role, and I'm wondering. I took it immediately to think, oh, okay, that's interesting. They're going to have him be related to MacGyver, thinking it was going to be sure, his father sure, sure. or grandfather or whomever, but. Okay. You'll have to send me a picture because I'm sure I'll recognize him. But uh, yeah, it he that's kind of weird. It wouldn't it would wouldn't be the first time he and his father have played the same character. Well, here's the thing. So, oh, uh, he was uh in Doctor Who. He was the FBI. Yeah, he was the FBI agent during the Nixon episode yes. of Matt Smith. There. Oh, he's great. That guy. Okay. Yeah. That's his. Oh, they're that's his dad. Yeah. Okay. Because his dad played the same character, Dr. but Zito, in, yeah. well, no, in that in that episode of Doctor Who. Because <laughs> remember, they went back into the '60s yes. from like the 2000s or whatever. So that's funny. Um, huh. So yeah, that it, it crushes me because yeah, they just I, keep spitting on the classics. It's you know what I mean. It's like peeing on Mount Rushmore. Stop it. Yeah. Stop stop touching the greatness. Yeah, I think what's really frustrating is had they continued down the line, had like had they had they kept it or had they left it be a continuation and okay, Richard Dean Anderson wouldn't want to be involved, fine. You just have it be where, you know, the original MacGyver has unfortunately passed. No, no, no. He wouldn't no. He wouldn't have passed. Uh, but you know, had they had they not been meatheads, Richard Dean Anderson would have been on it. He's very likely. He, he yeah, said he was he all for being MacGyver again. Right. But what I'm saying is, if you know, it happened, and for whatever reason, he's like, you know what, I'm really enjoying the retirement. I'd rather not. Okay. So you could have actually done some very interesting storylines where they could have gone back to the stories, like. What happened on in that area that was decimated by ants 
in the sure. first season. You can always mention what happened to this. What happened? Like actually go back and be like, oh yeah, I I remember you know my grandfather or my father, depending on whomever. Well, you know, what, actually, what way they were going to make gone. him his grandfather. They okay. Gonna, it wasn't going to be Rich. It wasn't going to be MacGyver. He was going to play Jimmy Schmimmy, the grandfather. Yeah. Like because remember on this not MacGyver show, they make his actual father seem like a scumbag. Yeah. They don't get along. Well, that's clearly never going to be MacGyver. That's never going to be Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. So the grandfather was going to be him playing random name here. Yeah, basically the Henry role. Who? Henry. Harry. Harry. <laughs> I did that the last time. I yeah, did that the last time. Okay. So I just want to make sure Henry, I, I didn't want to well, assume. They kind of begin and end the same. So, sure. Yeah, Harry. Um, yes, but again, thankfully, he's not being part of it. But, like you said, if they had tied it to the original, even if Richard Dean Anderson was never part of it, it would still be carrying on from the original. We've said this a trillion yeah, times. And, and they would have had so many great stories to go back to and touch You're back absolutely on. right. But nobody cares. And, nobody listens. Yeah. I mean, that, that, would have been the, that would have been an amazing thing. Now... I'm going to throw this out there, and if, you know, the powers that be, you know, happen to be listening to this podcast and decide, you know what, maybe maybe we did screw up. Maybe we can try to save face. It, it's kind of cliche, and it would, have, it would potentially cause them to lose fans, but it would also be a huge way to redeem themselves. Have something happen, and it finds out that... It. No, it's stupid, but Say it again. that's the only a chemically induced coma. This whole first season has just been him in his head. Hey, I'll take any, you know, I'll take anything right now. I mean, it's I know it's it's a long, far, far, far fetched idea, but they've got to do something. I mean, it's yeah. somebody said to me, and I think I mentioned this last time. Well, if you hate it, why do you watch it? And. It, you know, I know why I do, and I, I, it's justified. But anything else, that would ring true, and that would be the end of the argument. You go, you're right. Stop watching it. Be done. Because I've done that, with obviously, with other shows. With this, though, I have an obligation. Actually, I'll tell you what. Our, uh, let me read you something. Okay. Because as I'm watching this god-awful episode, which... Again, we'll get to it. It's a ripoff of Flame's End, which we will talk about when we talk about the actual episode. Uh, yeah, MacGyver has a, a girlfriend from the past who looks like she was killed, but she faked her own death or, or you know, whatever to hide herself because she was in danger. That's really what you need to know. Um, yeah. In Flame's End. And ironically, that describes two episodes we've see, we both have seen. <laughs> right. But while I'm sitting there getting angry and angry and thinking about those words of why do you keep watching? I, I was looking at my picture and it's it's one of the pictures that I have on my uh, Instagram and it's called my cornerstones. Richard Dean Anderson mm -hmm. as MacGyver, Michael Nesmith and Batman, because at, from as long as I can remember, these are the three that everything else folds out from. Mm -hmm. So then, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I know why. I know why this hurts so much. It really does. Because, mm -hmm. again, 
Yeah. I'm thinking about it. It's a TV show. What does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? There are people starving in the world. Blah, 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 blah. But you know, and I know I'm not telling you something you don't know. It's such a part of me. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's part of my makeup the way music is. Well, all right. Let me just read what I wrote because I had to share. I had, I had to vent, basically. Yeah. And, and I thought, I want to put this out there so people can reference this in the future. <clears throat> Absolutely. I said, my cornerstones. You know, it dawned on me that there is another reason why I can't stomach the new 2016 MacGyver reboot, besides it being terribly written and acted. Because it, and again, I blame more of the, the writing than the acting, but let's face facts. Anyway, it's because... It is such a disrespectful butchering of something that is such a major part of who I am. As much as Batman is to my superhero love, and Nez, Michael Nesmith, is to my musical soul, MacGyver, RDA, is my inspiration to be the very best person I can be daily and have the knowledge to beat any obstacle life throws at me. To be someone with hidden talent above others that come out when needed to be in control of my own destiny. It's a nightmare to watch such an inspirational show be shredded, peed on, and misrepresented on a weekly basis. It's even getting a second season, so it's feeling upward. I can't think of anything digging into my essence and burning more. So why do I watch it? One is the hope that it'll turn some corner and get less horrible. And the other reason is to know enough about the subject matter before I complain on my podcast. When you run the MacGyver podcast and the MacGyver SG-1 audio series, you really have no choice. Mm -hmm. This rant has been brought to you by me trying to get through tonight's Not MacGyver episode. God help us all. And that really, I mean, it really is the truth. Yeah. It, 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 it's not like it's, uh, I don't know, pick any other show that they do a remake of. Well, and and the and the interesting thing is, I think how you, you worded it there at the end, you give the, the right, I mean, the meat and potatoes explanation. You don't want to be running the MacGyver podcast and knocking the the 2016 version and having not watched an episode for two reasons. One, anybody could call you out on the fact that you don't watch it. Yep. And two, you just it would you'd become dismissive. I yeah, and I'd be a hypocrite, and I hate yeah. people who run their mouth so, without knowing anything. Absolutely. So weekly, you Subject force myself. yourself through it. Yeah. You, know, you, you torture. You, you you practice your weekly self torture, and you you watch it. I mean, it's because you and I both have such admiration and such love for Richard Dean Anderson as a human being, mm -hmm. as an actor, and to see something that he was so instrumental. being treated with disregard at the very least 
no sense of reverence. Right. Right. Angers us. It's absolutely yes. angers us. And oh, you, you cut out, but I, I agree with everything that you're saying. It it it's infuriating. And I'll tell you the other thing too. And I'm just gonna oh there you are, you're back. But mm -hmm. you, you wanna hear some irony? How, now now think about <clears throat> How many people have this happen in their life? Nobody, really. Nobody to this degree. People love Star Wars. They hate the prequels. People love Star Trek. They don't like the new ones. Okay, fine. But, yeah. but even they, Star Trek, fixed their own problem by not erasing the past, but creating an offshoot, which made everybody happy. That was brilliant. We, yeah. It's a, 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 a distinct, different timeline type. Of yeah, thing. great. Uh, prime and, and yeah, that's exactly what Abrams did when he started the movie. Yeah. he created an alternate universe. Brilliant. That was so it good. Took, it took some heavy, geeky sci-fi conversations with people that were adamant against the Abrams movies until you real until you pointed out to them that what abrams did was brilliant he didn't do anything to the original series or the original time well here's the thing and i'm not saying this as a woe is me type of thing but it's it's interesting that this does not happen to anybody else in the world because everything else has not been uh things i'm trying to think of things that people love nothing burns more to me than this because it is such a major part of my soul. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, uh, what are we, 30 years ago, I had to deal with this on a different level when the new monkeys came out. Remember that? Oh, wow. No, you don't. Because they That's tried it. That's something I haven't even... I haven't even thought of i mean i remember it but That's it was like one point. of those bloop, and gone you and know gone because people went you can't do that the monkeys aren't just a product that you could throw anybody in it was these four unique individuals that made the band you can't yeah. carbon you can't just make your own version of it well i remember being a kid and going i hate this i hate this i hate this why why is this happening mercifully in less than a tv season it was here and gone they came out with one album, people hated the idea, and it was gone forever. And like you said, wow, I hadn't even thought of that. Right. And Mike Nesmith being my number one musician guy, I mean, really twice in my life I have to do this? Yeah. And now I'm with this show that, again, I have to watch <clears throat> and suffer through, but watch with eyes wide open. And... It, 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 you know, the other thought I had was, is it better that the show is out or would it have been better if it was never created? Because it, on one hand, it gets more people talking about MacGyver mm -hmm. and how Mr. Lenkoff said to me, Hopefully, this could also turn people to the actual MacGyver. They'll look it up. You know, they'll find it on Netflix, or it's now on two or three channels, depending on what hour you're looking. 
They are playing yeah. it on MeTV, and they're playing it on Spike. Comet or something. And, Spike. No, yeah, well, Comic is a... I don't get Comic, I don't think, but that's No, Stargate. I don't think... I think it's Comet. Comet. I think. That's uh, yeah. Stargate. They're showing Stargate. Uh, I thought I saw an, saw an ad for MacGyver on there, too. I, but great. I mean, if that's true... They, they pop, you know. Why freaking who? Um, but, yeah. But my, that's, that's a question that I toss and turn out, because I'm thinking... Yeah. Is it... I mean, it's a very... It's a very good question. I mean, because without the new MacGyver series on, you know, MacGyver any and this would go with any show really. The longer it's out, it's out of the public mind, the closer and closer it edges towards obscurity. Yeah, kind of. Even though I mean, it's a household name. It's in the dictionary. Yeah, I mean, it's a household. And nobody, as we can see, nobody can repeat the Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver. Right. You know what I mean? I just watched yeah. a thing. They were doing a, a behind the scene. I just, at lunch, found a YouTube clip brought to us by our friends at the MacGyver Online uh, web page. Well, they have a whole right. channel on YouTube where they are finding great interviews that nobody has seen in years <clears throat> from Entertainment Tonight or The Tonight Show or whatever of MacGyver through, or Richard Dean Anderson through the whole mm -hmm. anytime you can. The one I watched today was one I'd never seen. Where it, they right. were doing the promo for Halloween Nights. Him and Murdoch teaming up to save his sister. And he, they're showing mm -hmm. Richard Dean Anderson playing with the snake and being very calm and like, okay, well, it's smelling me. It's, you know, it, and it's cute. And they're talking about, you know, MacGyver, here's what this episode's about. But then they cut to Henry Winkler, who says, you know, you want to know why the, this show is still on the air? It's Richard Dean Anderson. Henry Winkler, who is producing this steaming pile, said about Richard Dean Anderson, and he's right. He is the reason. He he does the work of 12 men, they said. He's here. He does all his own stunts. Mm -hmm. He's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and wants to be part of everything. He has that type of determination. And he said he's just a wonderful person to know. He's got that level of passion. Yeah, and stays project. sweet and humble. And I knew that, you knew that, our listeners know oh, that. Yeah. But it was great to hear Henry Winkler say that. That is why the show is still on. I'm like, that's right. And uh, uh, what did you think of the Hawaii Five O crossover? I'm not going to lie. I have not watched it yet. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll wait to... I saw, I saw clips from it, though, and... As expected, I wasn't really that impressed, but then again, there were clips out of context. Right. Get ready so. to call bull crap like you normally do on all the episodes. Um, Duly noted. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of moments now. I'm just like, no. But another thing I noticed that they're doing a lot, besides constantly calling him Angus, or not calling him Angus, they're calling him Mac, even though he always introduces himself as Angus. There's no reason for anybody to call him Mac if he's going to say Angus, like, I'm proud of the name. Yeah. Okay. Besides that, and besides the fact that every episode they have his team walk around and tell everybody, he's brilliant. See that guy right there? He's wonderful. Like they're trying to force us to be in awe of him. Yeah. He's he's I'm in awe of Richard Dean Anderson. I'm not in awe of the arrogant little punk who tells you, well, yeah. I graduated from MIT and then I was in Afghanistan. I was just, you know, taking apart bombs. And then, I... oh man, shut up, dude. Shut up. How about you stay quiet and let your work 
speaks the volumes for yeah. it. Yeah. It just, well, and here's the thing, too. I, I'm looking over my list. <clears throat> Dr. Zito. I'm afraid of what they're going to do to this character the way that they did it with David DeSmolchin's Murdoch. Because I love David DeSmolchin. I constantly well, he's crazy. Very... He was great as, as yeah. Abracadabra on The Flash. Yeah, my, my wife had actually commented on Facebook about you know how excited she was to see him on The Flash and his fan page or whatever liked her comment, so she was like flying on cloud nine. And well, it's great because he constantly will like tweet back at me. It's, he yeah. sent me a picture of when I said, Great job I, on Gotham. Ever mm -hmm. since The Dark Knight, when you were also the Joker's henchman, I always thought you would make an excellent Joker. And he, he wrote back, I would love that. I think I would lose my mind if i had the opportunity and he took a picture of himself doing the joker smile and said nice. it to me. yeah i love him nice. he's a sweet wonderful See, man i love i love actors that just take the time to just do simple interactions like that yeah. like Stephen amell tries to do that i mean that man gets pulled in 80 different directions but even through his facebook page he tries to do that too sure i mean does. it's such it's actors do that type of stuff for their fans and that's why it ticks me off it's so like much that. when certain actors won't even bother to respond You're like what are you doing yeah now i mean i can understand if they don't respond right away because of sure. work or whatever but yeah i mean it it's humbling because they get why you know they're where they are it's because of the fans right oh um uh so somebody had said to to Michael DeBar, who is Murdoch, as we know, <laughs> the Murdoch, and David Desmolchin knows this too. He's he's constantly praising him. Well, somebody wrote to Michael DeBar and said, "Hey, Desmolchin's great and all, but you're Murdoch, and it's true. And that's not David Desmolchin's fault. He's a great actor, mm -hmm. but they just I they think, don't know how I to write did. Murdoch." I think he did rather well with what, what he was what given. he was given. Right. Unfortunately, I'm not impressed or intimidated by the way they write 2016 yeah. Murdoch. However, I, mean, I still I have think... nightmares of the actual Murdoch. I had. Yeah. A, that... now, I think. I think between everything we've seen with uh, the Smulchin as Murdoch, I think the second episode with him in it was probably the performance of his that I liked the most. Well, he's going to be back again, so you know. You know, I love it just good for hopefully him. Hopefully, just builds and builds him. You know, I'll be saying that about the third, the fourth, the fifth. Well, the sixth, let me the put seventh, it to you this you way, know. and this is the writing. This is not, never the actors. Can you see mm -hmm. the actual Murdoch being arrested? <laughs> Only if it helped him accomplish his goal. And then he killed him by by the time he got yep. to the cop car and be out of yep. there. He. You know, only if it only if it enabled him to get to where he needed to go. Yeah. That's the only reason he would do so it. So I'm not really looking forward to, to Doctor Zito's butchering either. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. I mean, that's I. Uh, want to hear a little bit of coolness? Sure. You know the guy who was the bad guy in the Flames End ripoff of the Not MacGyver show this week. The guy who was the bad guy, the one who they ended up arresting. One that was in like two two scenes throughout the entire episode right. yeah but he's the one-armed man from lost huh yeah uh i don't know if i'm saying this right 
Francis Cho. It's F R A N C O I S. Chow C H A U. So the okay. he's got a little under the C. So I'm sorry, sir, if I'm butchering your name. But he was on an episode of MacGyver, the Colton. Remember when they were going to do the Coltons, the spinoff? Okay. Apparently that yeah. apparently that was the episode he was in. Well, so the, so they're like, look it. A uh, guy who is in the original is on this one. Yeah. And huh. well, here's the yeah, thing. Matter of fact, I think I rem- matter of fact, I think I remember that episode. Well, he friended me on fa- or on uh, Twitter. Nice. Yeah, I thought that's sweet. I like him. He, very cool. Everybody else yeah, I mean, says he's a nice guy. It, it's cool that they're. I mean, at least they're they're trying to bring actors. I mean, even if they were just like sure whoever in the previous episodes and stuff. I mean, it's nice that they're doing that. Sure, for the actors' sake. Yeah. Work is always good. Yeah. It's, um, but I mean, it, uh, go ahead. It, it's just it's frustrating. It's frustrating because they had built-in story follow-up. Had they just continued it. I know. Ah. Um, anywho, let's talk before we we actually get to the episode. Um, we were going to rehash our thoughts on their butchering of the Coltons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the Coltons, uh, Della Reese played Mama Colton. And she pretty much acted the way she is. She's very yeah. sweet, and and her her sass is part of her. Yeah. And so it she wasn't you know so much acting or putting on airs. Each of the actors who were part of that family, Jesse, Frank, Billy, were distinct and unique, and their own person. Before they decided, oh, guess what? You're related. And, you know, because it was yeah. Jesse first. And then it was Frank. And they said, oh, you're Jesse's brother. Well, then you find out about Billy. And then you find out about Mama. And now they're going to have a spinoff, which I really wish happened. Yeah. Um. This. Please stop doing this. Please, writers, stop butchering. You're not helping us. We're not happy. We're not enjoying it. You yeah, did a like... comic uh, caricature, insulting version of these classic characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I care of the fact that they. I mean, the fact that they changed their the order of the their birth or their ages or, in one case, their gender. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't bother me, but. The way you had them come off. Really? Like these are this is a family of bail bondsmen, and that's what you did? Really? I know. I know. I I'm telling I mean I I will say I did enjoy the the different portrayal of Mama. You did? I found it holy of, crap insulting. Oh. Between all the changes, that was probably the one that was at least the most enjoyable because it made sense uh, with all the rest of the shit that they did. What do you mean? How she was doing the s- sweet, innocent, and then 
flipped it on like a switch, no, not taking any nonsense from people. Oh, sure, but that wasn't the part that aggravated but, me. The part that but, aggravated me was her, her Del, Delores, uh, oh, mama's gonna say, like, don't, 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 yeah. don't. It's heavy-handed, it, it, you gonna If you're gonna change all of it, change all of it. Right, and don't do that. Don't act unnaturally southern sassy black lady. Don't yeah. do that. I, I can't. But I mean, that that episode was filled with so much just nonsense BS. Well, even like the, the whole th- Go ahead. The whole thing with the freaking cell phone. I know you and I touched on this. Go ahead. You you try and explain the, it because you know the the ripping of the uh, play out the scene. of a bumper. Uh, bumper sticker. It, it, they were trying to track down the the uh, the, the the not the van, the truck. So Jack's phone gets yanked by MacGyver. He, MacGyver rips a bumper sticker off of a vehicle, but wraps it in the. Why you, you got to oh. back up more? There's the big fight that happens where instead right. of being in the middle of the fight, uh, the 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 group of guys in this pool hall are just going to beat on Jack. They're not going to hit. Yeah, they're not going to hit MacGyver. They're no, just no, going to no. beat on. They're just going to yeah. let him create nunchucks. What are you doing? Yeah, like really. It's just all total nonsense. And the whole thing of conveniently, this truck sits high enough that Matt could lie in the middle of the road. Wait. Lie in the middle of the road and uh, just. Oh. Let me play it out. So, yeah, this just... so Jesse or Frank, it doesn't matter because you're saying you don't mind that they change the the ages or gender. I do mind because it was pointless. You didn't need yeah, to do it. Was it. A, it was a pointless change. And the one guy who's supposed to be, uh, just, I guess, Jesse, didn't have I think it was Jesse. one line in the whole episode. Maybe yeah, one. Yeah, he was just set dressing. Like, what, what, why is he even there if you're not going to use him? So anyway, yeah. the, the one brother <clears throat> runs out, jumps in the truck, and is driving away. So since MacGyver's not in the fight anyway for no reason whatsoever, he chases after him, takes Jack's phone, and the truck is gone. Now, he should have taken the phone and tossed it in the back. He, yep. he was close enough to the back of that truck. All you had to do is toss it. Just easily slipped it. Yep. Instead, the car goes. Now, it's out of range. He runs over and very easily rips a bumper sticker off a uh, bumper of a car that's in the parking lot. Yeah. Not going to happen. That's BS. garbage. Stop it. Yep. That's not the way bumper stickers work. So... And if it came off, yeah, not be useful at all. There you go. Except for maybe a bookmark. So then he takes that, puts the cell phone in it, runs towards... Oh, by the way, the truck now, instead of just leaving, because this is how they write this, this whole first season of this Not MacGyver show, he waits for them to unexplicably circle back. This truck turns around and is now heading towards him. He's standing in the way. This bounty hunter... Doesn't care that he's going to drive over and kill somebody. Just honks the horn. Mm -hmm. So they have him, and this is something that RDA would never do because it's not worth the risk. Throws himself on the ground, and as the truck is safely driving over him, he slaps up the cell phone on the bottom. Onto like the undercarriage of the car somewhere. Which, by the way, you hit a pothole, it could fall off. Yep. Just saying. So he could have just sidestepped even then and tossed it in the back as the truck passed him and not said a word. Nope. Instead, the truck doesn't slow down. It goes, eh, and just keeps going. He hops up and goes, well, we'll just follow it. 
Hey, Nikki, could you do your chicka chicka tune on the keyboard? Good enough. Here we go. Yep. Follows them. And then through the whole episode, the Coltons make the two of them look like freaking morons. Freaking morons. Yep. And then, I mean, it didn't make sense because they dumbed down the character that they, they've made too unrealistically brilliant coming up with things that don't work. But now he can't get out of wrist ties? Yeah. Are you serious? Like, I'm yeah, watching this. He goes, I don't know, Jack. I don't know what to do. Yeah, wrist ties that easy, that they were in the back of a freaking trailer. Yeah, a you horse had plenty trailer. of room. Plenty of plenty time. Of room, yeah, plenty of room to maneuver, you know. You could have just slid them right from underneath your slide you them know. under your butt, get get them in front of you. Yeah, get them in front of you, do the whole, you know, you know, yanking above your head, down towards your chest, pulling them apart. There, Anything. There there was, and there was plenty of rough surfaces in that, in that built, or in that trailer that they could have just got up, walked over to, and I'm telling you, it was so, you know, it was so it badly like, written. So badly written. Did absolutely. you see the scene where the opener, the cold open, is them in quicksand? Yeah. Okay. First of all, really? Second of all, oh, I know how he could get us out of here. Help! Ha-ha. That's the only thing I know how to do. Help! I'm like, um... They, they went for humor instead of entertainment on that one. Yeah. And I think they failed because it was a letdown. It was pathetic. And it, mm -hmm. it was so Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, cliche. I'm like, you didn't... Okay, first of all, you didn't give us the respect to explain how you got in there they never have right every single cold opener they have not explained how the hell they ended up where they were right because it doesn't matter <laughs> and wasn't that cold, if i remember correctly wasn't that cold opener supposed to be something that happened to them in that episode no nope no, it, it wasn't was all I... by itself and i remember okay. when they did that indiana jones i'm like oh this is cool because it's indiana jones and they actually got him out of it because his family got a rope or a snake in this case and that was cool yeah. because he hates snakes. It it played out wonderfully. But instead, yep. the guy, by the way, we're chasing after somebody and we're in quicksand, so we'll just yell, help. Good, here comes the bad guy. He's going to come back and shoot you in the head at the end. Thanks for making your presence known, you idiot. Yep. But I digress. Um, <clears throat> all right, remind me to come back to the the Hawaii Five-0 thing once you've seen it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk about the audio series. Yes. Really great success with the first chapter. I've had a lot of retweets from um, oh, a lot of the Stargate people, a lot of Stargates or MacGyver sites, a lot of MacGyver people. Good. Because you know, I'm letting them know, hey, take a listen. You know, Dalton James is going to be on a future episode of this. And... It's just a matter of pinning them down, but I already gave him the heads up. I said, you're in chapter two, so buckle up. But I, for everybody who's waiting for chapter two, here's where we're at. I'm done. We've done, I've done the recording. I've done most of the editing. I'm just waiting for Brian to give me the music. Uh, I checked with them today because I don't want to be a pest and be like, hey, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Because it only takes me about a week to write a chapter. But then I have to record it. Well, I would have recorded it sooner, except, as you can hear, I'm just getting my voice semi-back. I still can't sing. But 
I couldn't record. I sat down at one point, started recording, got halfway through, and went, this sounds like garbage. You can't tell the difference between anybody's voice. So I had to start over again. Once I got it started and I, I ended up recording it all in one shot, I added all the sound effects so far. Now I'm just waiting for that music and then I got to make sure I have the right sound, edit that in, and then it will be out. Yep. And I, I've gotten some cool. nice reviews and I've gotten some nice um, uh, emails from people saying, you know, I love this. This is great. I'm so glad you're doing it. When's the next one? You know, ideally, I'd like to have it out every month at the latest. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I apologize to everybody who's still waiting. I'm not lazy. I'm not, I don't know, taking it lightly. I'm dying to get this out to everybody. Because I love doing it. That's this. good. I mean, And that's good. I mean, I could tell just hearing you pitch me the idea. I'm like, you're absolutely insane. But this sounds like it's it's got great potential and i look forward to seeing where you go with it you know well and you get to see the chapter before i record it too yeah which i think is brilliant and also slightly frustrating because it's the if you if i have listened to the first up ep, first episode of the macgyver sg1 story if they don't curse your name by the end of the second episode who who? I will be surprised. The listeners who've listened to the the first the first one, if they aren't cursing your name by the end of the second one, I will be shocked. They will. What you mean in a good way, though? In a good way, yeah. Not like you son of a bee. It'll be like you son of a bee. What? Why'd you end it there? I want to know more. But that's what more. you said when you heard. I love that. You're like, oh, you got me. I'm like, good. That's what I want. I want to leave it on a fun cliffhanger. So that way people can't wait to hear what happens next. Yeah. You know? And that's ultimately your, that's any storyteller's goal. Yes. You leave them wanting more. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. As soon as Brian, I checked with them today. He sent me a response saying he actually has been busy playing. Uh, give me two seconds. Uh, I said, how goes the recording? I'm like a junkie itching for his next fix. And haven't had a lot of time played in two different pit orchestras recently. I'm like, oh, well, congrats. And I don't want to be a pest. I don't want to be that, yeah. uh, you know, whoosh, whoosh, get going, move, move, move. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so, like I said, anxious. And it's been, I gave him a couple weeks. I, I sent him what I recorded so far at least a week ago. Okay. So, yeah. you know, come on. Ah, eventually, no, eventually, I'll have enough um, mood music and, and backup stuff that hopefully I won't have to rely so heavy on him writing new stuff. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, hey, I just need this scene or this yep. little something like this. Oh, you don't need all? No, I've already got that because I've been saving the stuff you've been giving me. Oh, right. cool. You know, that's a smart way to do it. You've gotten you're building your library of his music. Exactly, and I need yeah. like give me ominous one note music line like that type of thing yeah but i also have great references like you know do something like this don't exactly play this because then we're just ripping off the show but do something yeah. in that spirit something that's got a similar feel similar mm. essence yeah um all right let's get talking about the episode so the episode i am going to read to everybody what the description is 
per the MacGyver Online website, which, as I said before, along with rdanderson.com, uh, is a great place for any Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. This is called Flame's End. It was from January 1986. Uh, story by Hannah Louise Shear. Uh, director Bruce Seth Green. Let's see. Oh, they spelled Amy wrong, but that's okay. They spelled Annie or any. Uh, guest cast: Tannis Montgomery as Amy Austin. Conlon Carter as Ed Tran Train, and of course Robert England as Tim Wexler. And, yep. and I always liked uh, Robert England. I mean, everybody knows him as Freddie, but I've seen him. Such an amazing human being. And a great actor, is my point. I haven't gotten the pleasure of meeting him yet, but I've always thought, you know what? You're a good actor. You're not some guy who just needs the monster rah, makeup type stuff. Yeah. And I remember thinking this at the time. I'm like, oh, that's the guy I think who's Freddy Krueger. Of course, this is before I ever saw a Freddy Krueger movie, but I knew who he was. Um, So, their description... The theft of uranium from a nuclear power plant reunites MacGyver with an old girlfriend. And the hunt for the th theft threatens to set off a nuclear reaction. Okay, <clears throat> so we start off the episode with MacGyver at home. And you tell me, there's now he had the landlord that he was always flirty with in the beginning. Remember? Right. And I remember there's I remember. one where he's making breakfast for her. And he's using like a robot and he accidentally drops the, the the egg. It lets it go and it lands on her shoe. And she makes a comment of egg foo young as shoe polish. That yeah. wasn't this episode. No. This was the episode where they're playing... Hockey. Foosball hockey. Which, by the way, I've that was Richard Dean Anderson's. He had that in his home. The funny thing is, we had that same type of machine at Hershey Park. Oh, I love that. I would love that. Ever since I was a kid and I saw that episode, I'm like, I want that thing. Yeah, it it was probably one of my always working. Yeah. That, uh, so. so, yeah, I mean, he's playing with her. And it's great, too, because he's having fun. And you can tell he's just, granted, he's supposed to be acting, but he's also really playing the game and really reacting yeah. and really teasing her yeah which is sweet and it's cool because you got the idea that they were always like he was always kind of flirty with her yeah like you could tell that they had a flirtatious relationship yeah um <clears throat> so then he gets the phone call and it's amy calling saying that she needs help yeah. And he's like, all right, all right, where are you? And she says, come in, you know, I need your help. Come meet me. Remember where we used to meet? Okay. So now he hops on a plane, apparently, drives there. The car is there. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> you could tell that this episode was more of them on their own trying to create more backstory for MacGyver before. Yeah. Before or well, yeah, before they relied heavily on just saying, let's just follow Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, they went, okay, so he went to college 
and about it was for science of some sort. So let's just establish that. Um, and they show he's looking out at the at the beach, and it's where he used to meet when they were dating. Now, yeah. I don't know when this was supposed to happen as far as him in college, if it's early 70s because they're playing uh, Crocodile Rock in the flashback. Which I think is more not supposed to be matching up specifically with when Crocodile Rock was released, but Crocodile Rock is a 1950s, 60s type of a feel song. Yeah. Elton John intentionally was doing that. So I think that's what the writers were trying to say. Like, look, it's, it's something from the past. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And it shows a flashback to him pulling up on the, in his motorcycle. And trying to go, come on, Amy, let's go on the ship. And showing how yeah. very, um, and Richard Dean Anderson was very much this, admittedly, uh, in his life, early on in particular, of what's next, what's next, what's next. I know I got this going on. But, ooh, wouldn't it be great if, and ver- what did he say, a vagabond life is how he would always... Uh, yeah, vagabond yeah. life. So, so yeah. they're in college at this moment, and he wants to hop on a freighter and be a cook or something just to be able to see, yeah. see the world. He wants to go see the world and fling food while doing it, but pretty much, yeah. Which I assume... Uh, as I recall, this is before he joined Vietnam as a bomb disposal guy. Because they don't really mention mm. that other than one episode. Yeah, it only gets mentioned with, once. With the ship. Yep, the, which I believe was the follow-up episode of this. Well, there you go. We will talk about that in the future. But that's the point. He was in college, left to do Vietnam. I don't know if he ever came back and, and finished college. I assume he did because he's got... Probably. Yeah, why wouldn't he? I could just see him zipping through that type of thing. I mean, for all we know, he, he may have you know done a correspondence course while he was over in Vietnam. This is what I, I mean, was thinking too. I almost said he, that he, he he has no rest in his his backside, so to speak. Right, right. Uh so okay. So then the car pulls up. He's like, "Oh, there's Amy," and all of a sudden the car goes boom and blows up right yeah. in front of him. And they do this slow thing of him going. But they kind of mute his voice. Yeah. But you very believably see. Yeah. The the anguish in his yes, face. Yes, which is wonderful, because, and again, not to pee on the new guy. Didn't believe him being upset when he was supposed to be tearful and crying. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, it's like okay, you're acting like you're. You, it, you're acting like you're you're sad. You're not actually sad. Right, right. Yeah. You can feel it, right? Yeah. Um. So then it shows him at the funeral. And it's sad. And again, you don't see this coming. You think, okay, so this episode's going to be about him finding her killer. Oh, holy crap, she's in the back seat when he gets into the car. Yeah. So, and he's ticked at her, too, which I love. Yeah. He doesn't just go, oh, and, thank God, and hugs and kisses. It's what the- and I and I like how they addressed the elephant in the room immediately. Like, okay, who was in the car? And you could tell he, and this even says a lot about the actors. She really sold that she was she was distraught not over not only over what is going on with her currently, but also the fact that she basically sent someone to to their death. Right. Right. 
I mean, that's that's. And whew. I mean that again, phenomenal. I mean, you just with with the new show, it'd have been like, oh yeah, you know, they they died. Yeah, it just. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Well, moving on. Yeah. Jack, say something obnoxious. But, Thank you. But yeah, th this again, like, could you imagine had they uh, just to bounce back to uh, the remark I made earlier? Could you imagine a follow-up episode to this one set twenty years down the line? Right. I mean, right. Just, even in mention, I would have been happy. Even yeah. if they mentioned about the nuclear power plant. So yeah. I love anyway, that they, they yeah. go to the mother's house. And, right, it was her parents' house. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's a scene that I love, which, which makes me smile, because it's very much my pockets. He goes to get her a handkerchief, which I have in mind, too. Uh, and pulls out whatever was in there. Rubber bands, paper clips, change his knife, of course. And she makes the comment about, boy, you haven't changed. You still have a pocket full of junk. Thank you. That's character development right there. It's a, yeah. little, it's a little quirk. Not it's everybody just, yeah. has that. So many people don't even use their pockets, I found out. I do. Yeah. You know, every single one of my pockets has stuff in it. and Wallet or, you know. Yeah. Like well, I mean, stuff. not too long ago, Jess and I were out somewhere and... um a mother behind us in line. Oh, it was a grocery store. A mother behind us in line. Her kids' hands were like sticky, and I just overheard the mother say, "How did your hands get so sticky?" So I reached into my my pocket because when I go to restaurants and stuff and I get wings, they always give me like three or four of those little wet. Nap, oh, okay, cool. Little wet nap things. I only need one. Yep. So I, I just grab the other and I throw them. So I I reached in my pocket and I said, uh, excuse me, miss, could you use this? And it was like Buffalo Wild Wings uh, yes. hand, hand wipe or whatever. And she looked at me kind of funny and just, just remarks, he thinks he's MacGyver. And the lady just chuckled and said thank you and told told the little kid to say thank you to the nice man. Got thank you from the kid. You know, it was just... Because you were helpful. Just, yeah, it was just one of those random things. And that's how it should be. That's the way the world should work. Absolutely. I, I, uh, but yeah, I have one in my it, car that I just put in there, and I have another one in my jacket pocket. Because you're right. Yeah. They don't. Go, they don't necessarily dry out that quick. So. Yeah, and you never know when they'll be. They come in handy. And they do. I'll tell you that they always do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and you also find out suddenly if you have a cut on your hand too. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Um, yeah. So, okay. So take it from there. All right. Um, I don't want to hog the whole description. Shortly after, right after that is when they, they head they head to the facility right. and meet up with Robert England's character and mm -hmm. security guard Steve or whatever his name was. And uh, I like how even the secondary characters get time to have, you know, their screen time. The, the little banter between him and and England's character about, you know, the bet about, you know, the sports game that or a sports program that was going on while Mac and her start looking and investigating because I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because they go off. They to went the nuclear to the, waste thing to get the, the thing that the disposal. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. The safety backup or whatever or the documentation. Yeah. That's what it was. So, yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, uh-oh, mysteriously, the door slams shut, and they're locked in. Now, here's the thing. I'll tell you right now. This, except for these moments where you'll hear me go, oh, I like that. Overall, not one of my favorite episodes. It's very gray as far as, like, the decor. Because it mostly takes place very much in this nuclear facility with gray concrete walls. Same yeah, reason I never very liked, bland. I never bothered to watch Barney Miller because I can't stand that color green. So it does affect your enjoyment of it. There's a lot of, which is one thing that the 2016 version doesn't do. They don't do character development outside of the one, two, three, four characters. Mm -hmm. Even that they don't do, but they won't do it for a guy who happens the, to be yeah. in one episode. Whereas yeah. proper MacGyver does. And they do that. You, yeah. you get to and, know Robert England's character. You get to know Amy. She's yeah. not th there just to move the, the, the yeah. whole thing along. And and it's the... And it's just... It's simple dialogue. Well, gee, he hasn't changed much. Yeah, or... Right. Yeah, it's dialogue that, you know, by today's standard... Oh, well, that would get cut out because we have to have 30 minutes for Explosions. commercials for this hour-long hour long show. Yeah. You know, it's... But the pacing is wonderful on the oh, absolutely, and it always has been. I mean, that's one of the things that I'm really noticing because the kids, after they see any part of the new one, they go, "Can we please watch the actual MacGyver?" I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. Can we go? Can we go back? Go back and watch and, the other. And it's yeah. a rinse. They get to and they and I'm noticing the pacing difference. Yeah. Like I said, with the whole and, MacGyver, and I think, a, and I think a big part of that is. You've got shows that hold up rather well. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there are some aspects of MacGyver that, you know, today people might not realize, like, oh, wait, why doesn't he use a cell phone? Well, because back in the 80s, nobody had cell phones. Right. You know, there are certain things that just people assume, oh, well, everybody's always had those. But that, but that besides the point, in essence, the shows hold up rather well. Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, uh, now, a little sidetrack. With... Oh, go ahead. You know the, the podcast that we listen to, Lore? Yeah. I had to give him a faceful uh, uh -oh. because he said, he starts off one of his Lore episodes and goes, there's a show that I loved and watched ever since I was a kid, MacGyver. And I'm like, yay, woo, you're mentioning MacGyver. And he goes, sure, the clothes are outdated and the hair. Oh, the hair. Uh, and like stop just first of all honest to god most of the clothes especially richard dean anderson's clothes were never outdated they are no. timeless because again i still wear them uh the hair yeah i didn't i didn't want to say anything but i noticed the shirt <laughs> it's very macgyver-esque oh this one style yeah oh, thanks because he's he's had some flannel flannel sure shirts, absolutely so. but again that's not intentional but yeah, it's just subconscious. By the way, what is intentional was I bought myself a black uh, flight jacket. Nice. I had. I already I thought I'd seen a Thought I'd seen a picture. Yes, of you did. Floating around because he has a blue one and he has a black one. Well, my yep. blue one, which I've had for years, is still very bulky and like it, the way they're supposed to be, very full, and it's mm -hmm. very warm, and that's the way. Coincidentally. His blue one is very full. I don't know if it's they do that for color or what, because uh, it, I think it's different. It might just be with that. It might just be that particular sure line of them or whatever. 
I agree. But that one was very full in it. Okay, so when you wear it, you know how it's going to look. Well, he also, whenever he would wear the black one, it would hang looser, I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Even when it's zipped up, it doesn't bunch like the they typically do. Mm -hmm. So, all right, for years, I'm like, well, I have a blue one. Do I really need to spend the money on a black one? It's, I feel a little ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I saw it on eBay for like 28 bucks. And I'm like, sold. Doing it. I, ha I told Cindy, I said, I'm sorry. I had to spend the money because she gets a kick out of me with my jackets. Yeah. And I said, no, you don't understand. I've gone back and forth for years because I have my blue one. Do I really? Yes, I'm getting the black one. Well, I got my black one and it is perfect because now I have the, coincidentally, they hang just like on MacGyver's. But when he wears his black one, it's a thinner coat for whatever yeah. reason is not it's a it's a it's a lighter weight yeah it's a lighter jacket. weight than the yeah. blue one so i mm -hmm. said that works out because now i don't feel like i bought the same jacket twice when it's colder out the blue one when it's lighter out like now the black one and mm -hmm. i'm freaking and i told you i got the kids mikey has a blue one like mine <laughs> everly, everly has a pink one so and they call it their macgyver jackets why not anyway so lore guy goes mentions that and then he goes, oh, and the hair. <laughs> okay, I understand I'm protective. And I understand, but that's a dead, that's, you're beating a dead horse. Yeah. I've always said only that fifth season was when his hair got, because it got snotty and he even calls it out that it looked bad. Yeah. Okay, that was that, but it's over, that wasn't every season. Yeah, it was just that one it season. It was that one season where it got too long, but. People love to say mullet. They love to go, oh, 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 look at his hair. Shut your mouth. Because yeah. the sixth season, he had it cut shorter again. In the seventh, it was longer. It, it looked good. Again, yeah. only that one half season. Even the it was just a half. Yeah. It, it hung like snot. So when I hear yeah. people like make little oh, comments, you sound like an arrogant a-hole. I don't like when people pick on really anything, but like there's the yeah. radio guy I told you who, oh, they're famous. Well, yeah, sure. I'm sure there's a scandal waiting there. I don't yeah. like that. That you're, you're, you're being cynical yeah. and negative. Jess had actually posted something recently. Like just because you don't like it doesn't mean you have the right to poo poo on something that someone else may like. Right. But it's not even a matter of them liking it. It's that whole, I need to feel, in particular MacGyver, I noticed. The, anybody who yeah. ever, the only people who ever tried to get mouthy against the actual MacGyver show were people who couldn't stand the fact that someone was smarter than them. So they would go, oh, I could do that. Or, oh, that's not possible. Yeah, it is. You know? Yeah. Now the stuff from the new MacGyver. Oh, go ahead. No, Feel because, free. Dive right in. Yeah. You can point and laugh and whatever. Yeah, I'll join you this time. You know, but yeah. Um, so, so I wrote to the I wrote to the lore guy. Lore. All right. I said, listen, I appreciate the shout out promotion of MacGyver because he did start off. The whole point was he said it was one of the great things about MacGyver is it shows that you can be in control of your own destiny no matter what obstacle in front of you if you're smart enough there's always a way out and we yeah. said that from the beginning so i don't need to say it again but he said that and i said i appreciate that 
However, did not appreciate the snark. Yeah. So I just I felt no. You yeah, I take think, a shot. I think I think after I like in the back of my mind when I heard that in the in the podcast because it wasn't I don't think it was the latest one. It was like one or two. It was a, it was a little ago. bit. Yeah, it was a little bit back. My immediate thought was, how long till Mac brings this up? <laughs> well, here it is. And the follow-up was, okay, yeah, I see I see his point, I suppose, About but he, he could have handled it a lot better. He could have been like, yeah, sure, some of the things from the show may be a bit dated, but the message still rings true and i'll argue, and just left it at that and i'll argue with with you or him or whoever would say that other than the fact that there isn't a cell phone it's not dated yeah it, realistically you know it's not like laughing where you go well clearly yeah. this was late 60s early 70s exactly i mean yeah there are certain there are certain things that are technologically wise dated but Message wise, story wise, action wise, science wise. Yeah, it's it holds up yep. so well. Yep. Clothing. Christ, how often does clothing cycle back into fashion? I mean, okay. And let's yeah. let's talk about ten that. years ago. Ten years ago it may have may have been dated, but now it's not. But you let's, know, it's let's just, even talk about ridiculous. that. Let's because it made me think about it when he said that. I scanned through my mind and thought about him in particular. I went, no, he never wore anything dated. He No, not you know, really. He wore high the tops. Stuff he wore, I'd wear high tops yeah. today if I had them. Yeah, I mean, the stuff he he specifically wore, yeah. Now, some of the side characters that he would run into. Yeah, like um, Penny. or Penny or whatever. Okay, yeah, but even stuff. that wasn't, yeah. it wasn't It wasn't screaming, extreme. It wasn't screaming late 80s, early 90s. It never did that. Remember, let's think of some of the 80s clothes. Do you remember jams? Yeah. Okay. They lasted five minutes. Or the uh 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 what's his name? Can't touch this pants, parachute pants. Parachute pants. Okay. Yeah. He never wore them. Yeah. At the most you got Breeze from the Challengers Club who yeah. dressed but that was what it, he probably would still wear that today. Yeah. And you got Penny who would wear some weird crazy outlet or outfits or whatever but that matched her personality it, yeah it, it there was a reasoning behind it so right i think it's just the knee-jerk reaction from a lot of people right so i i but went you know. oh my claws went up like don't you dare don't, i swear to god it's the same thing like i said if if it were true if it were accurate i might be able to to let certain things go but when you attack yeah. My near and dear, and you're not even accurate. Well, now I need to express to you in a nice way, but stern. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I get that. So so back to the episode, because I got sidetracked. I apologize. Yeah. We, we, he, we got derailed there. <laughs> here's the highlight of this episode for me. All right, go ahead. They're trapped, and nuclear waste is coming down. And they've Holy got what what she what she say probably about ten minutes before the air is too hot for them to breathe I think it was yeah and then he yeah. he starts working on the the electronics and she goes boy you should run for president and he says I'd rather have our problem than his that was yeah cute. that beautiful yeah that was not uh, a shot at anybody that was yeah. not doesn't this president suck type of comment this yeah. was I don't envy the president type of yeah. Comment. 
and that whole what the heck are you gonna do that's scary because I look at that room and you're like okay it's just a big tub that's gonna have nuclear waste come down into it yeah and and she yeah, goes, that... we, we could climb up it he goes no 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 you're gonna climb right into it yeah remember yeah and he's That'd feeling be a quick... the heat too yeah because I mean oh it was it was insane so, and I like how you know you know, he's asking her questions about the, the, the locking mechanism, and he's like, We'll do a little time traveling with that. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. It worked. But, yeah. Like, like it, when he, he, we're going to do a little time travel. She goes, Time travel? What do you mean? And he explains that he's going to speed up. If it only opens at a certain hour, well, let's trick it. I love yep. that. Because there was no other way. You can't yeah. pry. Oh, yeah, she's like, lock proof, uh, pick proof. You're not getting through that door. And that was great because it took away that option. Yeah. There's no keyhole to pick a lock. You know, no. so. I, I like that. And it, it was very much. This is a shot in the dark. This is the only way you're going to be able to get out. Oh, I love it. And then they get out and like, whoo. So now the rest of the episode for me kind of drags. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think I think realistically their their big hurdle was used too early. Because well, but yeah, only because well, the other big hurdle was there's going to be a nuclear meltdown because the gunshot you know, basically mm, it turns yeah. out Robert England is one of the bad guys. Yeah, he's helping, you know, the bad token guy. villain of the, the yeah, he's helping token villain. Wasn't he the yeah, sheriff? Hope, uh, he was one of the law okay, law so enforcement. Law. I don't know if it was yeah. And he was uh, a law person. It's great because now he gets shot and, and he's he realizes he messed up with his last breaths. He's going to try and help them, but the when yeah. they shot, it said uh, it messed with the computers. It hit 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 a uh, control panel and, and uh oh, what are we going to do? So MacGyver, yeah. I love, again, not as exciting as you're going to get melted, melted in a concrete pot. But, but you know. now he, yeah, and now he, they're running from the guy who's chasing them. And they do a thing where he surprises them, kicks them. The gun goes off and he gets sprayed. By radiation, yeah. Radiation and the bad and goes little, uh, goes from and, pure white to black. And he goes, like, "Yeah, what happens then? They they get you another badge? No, they get you a coffin." Yeah. That line. So you knew once it, that yeah, turned it, black. When the guy looks, like he goes, that, "What? What are you looking at?" Like the way his voice cracks. Like, "What? What are you looking at?" Yeah. You know, it's almost like, as if they told the the. It's almost as if the actor thought it was all for real you know <laughs> like, yeah i mean that was like good legit will melt part. you know so yeah. now okay that still doesn't solve the problem i love yeah, so they, that he yeah takes i like the how gun. they yeah they, he takes the gun they throw the guy in the decontamination chamber and they're and the idea of flushing it with water to slow to slow it down to stop so that they could stabilize it but he doesn't. Have, oh, he did have a wrench. That was the thing. Yeah, he had the, a wrench and it slipped. Yeah, it slipped, and I think it. I think it flew off the the top of the tower. I think. It, it's funny too because 
or it slid down, and he wasn't going to be able to get it. So then he figures out, ooh, yeah. the gun, and pops out the middle of a revolver and uses yep. that as a wrench. Wow. I, I mean, that yeah. was a great payoff. Um, <clears throat> and I never... And on their part. I, I always think about when he goes, you know, I, I, once, I once heard a, a drill instructor yell at his men, what, do you want to live forever? And I thought that was the, one of the gutsiest things I'd ever heard. And it took me years, because yeah. again, I was 10 when I first saw this episode. I'm like, yeah. why is that gutsy? I don't, I, I couldn't quite understand why he was impressed by that. Because it's a weird thing to say. And then as yeah. you get older, you go, oh, because he's okay with death. And okay, you can jump headfirst into danger. Okay. You know what I mean? But for yeah. years, that he, line bothered me. Yeah, and it's the understanding the meaning behind it for the character because mm -hmm. it, it it could be delivered three four different ways from different people and have a different meaning yeah yeah and then you know so then they they the ending scene is him them saying goodbye and <clears throat> him driving away and i think he kind of gives a salute out the window doesn't he so i think so yeah it feels like that's what he would do it, it was a it was either a salute or a a final wave, yeah. something like that, yeah. And they, I don't remember where... I don't think they ever mentioned the college that he was at at that time. No, I don't think they ever do actually mention. They the, just say college. The other college that he goes to to be the judge for the physics contest later on. Yeah. Uh, which the family and I just watched recently. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll that, get to that one, too. Yeah, eventually. That one is one of those where the end makes everything else pay off because it's such a... Oh, okay. Let's get back on that. Comparing, if you want to talk about something I also... I'm sure we've mentioned it, but it jumped out at me this week trying to get through the, the 2016. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, there is no suspense. No. There's none. There is, I, they're not even trying to do suspense. I watch... Pick any episode of MacGyver, the actual MacGyver. Pick pick one, and there is at least a scene where you go, "Oh crap! How's he getting yeah. out of this?" Whole oh, crap! Well, I mean, and again, um, how many times have I watched these episodes? I still feel that way every absolutely. single time, and I know how it ends, but yeah. I still feel well, that suspense. The other night, you know, I'm watching, I'm I'm blowing through the series, and I, I actually did end up just watching passages. passages. Great episode. And that's got, you know, uh, I think two or three moments where it's like, yes. oh, are they, are they going to do, are they, you know, uh -huh. I, you know, it's just such well-written stories. Yes. And to see something claiming to be MacGyver, oh, God. Yeah. you know, with the same name just pisses me off. Yeah. Because... Like I said, there are moments where it's like that chrysalis of just potential, yeah. and then it's just pissed away. That, like it's I like, said, the only good thing I, I remember thinking was, ooh, I didn't see them arresting the big boss. You know, and then they, they get the new boss, and she's obnoxious. She's overcompensating, like, I'm tough, I'm tough, I'm going to rip your head. Stop it. You're not funny. Which is, you know... Which, this actually makes me have a, uh, have a, a question that doesn't revolve around MacGyver yet. Okay. And uh, it'll, 
it'll be explained once you answer these sure, questions. Sure, sure. Okay. Do you know if Hawaii Five O is linked to Scorpion yes, or is. NCIS? Both. 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 Which means okay. that, that I've read the article. They're like that means that this MacGyver is also linked to them. They're yes. all part of the same. So world. they just did something. They used the actress twice. Right. I don't know if that was what you were planning on saying, but I'm thinking coming back to yeah, the woman who's the new head of the Phoenix Foundation, she was in NCIS I think for an episode or two, a couple times, where she was helping uh, Abby Shuto with uh, some cases they were working on. But they've done that drastic. Yeah, well, th I mean, then again, I mean, even the original MacGyver, they had. Uh -huh. I mean, hell, Don S. Davis was in Christ. How many episodes? That we saw. He was also Dana Elkhart's stand-in. So he uh, was there a lot Stand-in, body double, yeah. Gary Chalk, we were talking about the parts. That yeah, he was... <laughs> he was in two different... Yeah. He was two different cops, at least. At least. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, yeah, that's fine. I don't really, mind that. As long as they yeah, don't I just go, thought it was interesting that, that the new MacGyver ended up inadvertently doing something the other, the original MacGyver did a couple times. I just thought it was an interesting little thing because I knew there was the parallel between MacGyver and Hawaii Five O. I couldn't remember if the others had been linked to Hawaii Five O yet. And that's the other thing, too. These characters are written as cliches. Yeah. See, with the with the actual MacGyver, when you would get someone like Jack Dalton or Penny Parker, they are unique and they play it off where MacGyver goes, oh man, sheesh, I gotta deal with, you know. Because he knows, he's the straight man to their goofiness and yeah. he's reacting realistically like you or I would, like, okay, okay, Penny, you're nice, but you're driving me insane. But you're yeah. sweet, so I want to take care of you. But you're I driving be... me insane. Yeah, you're driving me up the wall. And Jack, oh. I'm sick of you. Get the heck away from me. You're nothing but trouble. You know, that that now everybody on, on this new version, they're all big, big characters, you know, vying yeah. for time. Like, uh, you know, Jack alone is more than enough. Like, shut up, dude. Shut yeah. up. Just And then each one is... Hey, I'm the I'm the black guy who talks, you know, all sort of hip and slick, and you know, calm down, everybody, just dial it back. Have and, a, have a couple more dimensions yeah. to your personality, and now you yeah, get the like, new boss who's okay. There, baby Einstein, put the paperclip yeah. down. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. It's it's frustrating because there's so many <clears throat> so many programs out there that it's rather apparent that we as viewers know quality, can recognize it, and are rewarded with said quality. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at ninety percent of the programs that Netflix puts out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Hulu has some really great stuff. Right. Well, what, what did I say? I did a, I, I made a comment a la your wife uh, on Facebook um, where I said, you know, 
you can really tell, and this, this hit me as I was watching, uh, man, I don't know if it was Walking Dead or what, but I said, you can really tell the shows where the people, everybody involved in the show, are equally passionate and invested in what they're making 100%. And I mean craft table on, where they care about every beat. That's what it was. It had to be Walking Dead because they were just showing a scene of somebody just going by themselves, just sitting there and going, like getting, you know, just turning a page of something or looking around. And just that moment was so gripping because the pacing and the care was there. And I said, mm -hmm. you know, shows like Lost, uh, Firefly, uh, Walking Dead, really you could tell the people, everybody involved were, were into it the way that yep. they should be and they cared. And I said, whereas others, dot, dot, dot. And I really stopped there because I wanted to say, such as... Yeah, and then go on Not MacGyver and, you know, but, 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 but I, I didn't want to do that. I figured, let's just praise the positive and not... Yeah, absolutely, and I, I agree with that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's absolutely maddening. Right? Absolutely maddening. I mean, and, and granted, this, this Flames End episode, overall... Not my favorite of the series, yeah, but I'll watch this a hundred times over one episode of this new one. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a good episode. Yes, but if I had to show anybody, if I had to show someone one episode to Explain get them to to get them into MacGyver, right. this would not be it. No, would it be Would it be in the top ten? Eh, maybe I because it does have, it does have a little bit of good character. Mm -hmm history and, and shows I, him yeah and i have a feeling that this would have this was either written before richard e. anderson was even cast or could be. you know it could be part of the, it could be part of the original batch of scripts right this is what i'm thinking because there is really no rda influence in the script that i could think of at all other than the hockey game that yeah. that was him you know, because that was, he had that. That was in his yeah. home. I love that so much. Um, oh, one other thing. I know we, we should wrap it up, but Mikey, my boy, just got his orange belt in American Kempo. I stole the photo. Very cool. Thank Very you. Cool. I, it's blurry, but I had to post it anyway. He uh, Kempo is, you really have to earn each belt as opposed to, say, Taekwondo or the Korean karate's in this area, in, in your area, because you're Pennsylvania too. On this mm -hmm. side of the continent, they're like a McDonald's. They're quick, they're fast, or they're they're fast, they're cheap, and they're easy. So yeah. if you pay your, your dues and you could do a reverse punch, you're gonna get your next belt. Uh whereas American Kempo, you you don't get to hand a child a black belt. Because you're not gonna stand next to a child as an adult and go Oh, yeah, we're the same level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he really worked at it. I had to help him with this kata, and he already knew his techniques. Uh, cool. I, I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm very proud of him. That, yeah, that that's definitely a, a proud parent moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I've been going and getting blood taken, so I didn't get to take him to... Uh, uh, okay. I, did I tell you about my blood situation? No. Have, Hopefully it's all inside your body. I mean... Until Friday. I have what's called hemochromatosis. 
which means I have high iron in my blood. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. But no, it can be. Because apparently if you don't get this taken care of, it could affect your organs. So I have too much iron. Okay. I said to him, what does that mean? How do we fix it? My doctor says, well, we have to take a pint out. We have to basically, if my ferritin levels are 200, well, he wants to get them to 50. So the way to do that is to take a pint of blood out every two weeks. All right. Well, now it's every week until it goes down to 50 because I did twice and it didn't go down enough. Hmm. So I still get, I get to go back for my fourth time this Friday. My point is, and this is a joke as much as it's the truth. When it happens, I feel drained. Absolutely. I, I gave blood at a uh, convention. Ironically, I was dressed as house. Okay. Nice. So walking around with the cane, I, well, I walk in and I had the cane because the way I, I had my jacket, you know, how he's got those multiple jackets yep, yep, yep. or shirt and the jacket, I had the cane inside inside my shirt as I walked in. I took my jacket off, draped that over the cane and everything. And I'm sitting there and talking to the guy. I've got my rock star shirt on and, you know, giving the blood and everything. And uh, I went to get up and I grabbed the cane and the look on the, you know, the orderly nurse, whatever's face was like, oh my God, you know, I'm like, no, 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 it's a prop. Although it may actually come in handy depending on if I, you know. Well, what happens for me is, but, um, oh, go ahead. When, when they discovered you had too high iron, were, did they do the test where they take a, drub, a droplet of your... More than that. Before I go on a Friday to get this done, I have to go halfway through the week so that they could draw a sample to see where my ferritin levels are and uh, DPT, or I don't know what the heck the other thing is. But they have to do that to... Um, have something to compare it to if that makes sense because even after friday when i go to get this last one done hopefully last one we won't know until i go back again and get the uh another sample done you know what i mean basically they have to check that they go okay we took the pint what are your ferritin levels at are they at 50 yet well they won't know until after they take that pint gotcha so i you know i I have to go in a half hour early every day to work each day of the week just to make sure I have enough time to, you know what I mean? To do that. To do that. Yeah, so then sure. I'm gone for a couple hours and then I go back to work afterwards and they're like, yeah. well, would you like to stay for lunch just to make sure you get your energy back? I said, boy, as wonderful as this has all been, um, I have a job. I don't know about you guys, yeah, but unfortunately I, I, can't. I have to go back. Oh, you're going back? I said, what do you think? I, I have free time? Yeah. You know, so I'm a working man. So then, all right, I go back. I finish the rest of the day. But now I'm worthless for the weekend. Like, God yep. bless Cindy, and I apologize to her. energy level is completely done. I'm gone. tired. My arms are, you can feel they're weak. Um, uh -huh. You can probably see, I don't know if you can see on my arm here. It's I black see it. and blue. Yep, I can see the bruising. You didn't do a good job with the needle. But um, so normally I take him to Kempo on Saturday because it's his class and then hopefully my class. 
she has to take them. Gotcha. So the weekend, I feel bad because I'm like, well, I'll be in bed. I'll see you when you come to bring me food like I'm the freaking king of, I don't know, food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you, you know, you pampered Cindy when she was pregnant. And, Me. you know, so I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she'd agree. There's no reason to check with her. Right. But, um, no, it's, it's I'm texting her now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that whole, though, I feel bad because one, I want to see my family. Yeah. And two, and I want to my weight, you know. So hopefully well, I mean, next just time we chat, huh? It's just the type of person you are. You don't like the you don't like to feel like an invalid. Exactly. And I and I completely get that. So hopefully, that's like um, after filming yesterday, I you know just or not yesterday well, on Sunday we were filming stuff all day, and it ran a lot later than it was supposed to, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, afterwards, like I was just I was drained almost like you know I'd given blood, but it was just sweat equity and sure. energy but um yeah i mean it's 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 weird the things that completely and totally suck the energy out of mm -hmm. you like donating blood like i donated blood at at that convention i was telling you about and it it does it just it literally saps the energy right out of you it, it, ugh. so hopefully by the next time we talk i'll go guess what all done don't have to worry about it again well, I shall keep my fingers crossed for you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Um, as always, let us know what you think. Give us a, a wonderful review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, also, hey, let us know. We we try to do a review of an episode every week besides our normal RDA. Ranting and raving. And ranting and raving and all the fun stuff. But if there's a particular episode that you're in the mood to hear us yammer on about or, or rave yeah. or whatever, let us know. Yeah, even if it's in like one of the later seasons. I mean, I'm I'm almost. Uh, I believe I'm getting ready to start seven or six, six. and seven here. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not going to take me long because I I binge. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, even if it's a, an episode from a different season, yeah, let us know your favorite episodes. We'll you know we'll gladly take a break from going in order to hop around a little bit. Absolutely, and you know what? We ran out of time, but next time I want to read some fan. Uh, comments and email that we've got because people have said some very nice well, it's been a it's been a while since we've done a fan fan appreciation episode we do that okay good uh so. all right everybody uh we'll see you guys next time stay creative take it easy thanks for listening everybody please let us know what you think by going to itunes stitcher our Facebook page, and also on Twitter. Nathan is N-A-S-C-H-E-L-L, -L, and I'm just Mac W. Jackson. If you'd like to help us out and give us a little contribution, please go to PayPal and sign in to donate to at MacWJackson at Comcast.net. And remember, stay creative.